fuel, baby. Bag fuel. Ooh. We back. We back from Atlanta. We back in home, home base right now. Yeah, fresh off burning a lot of jet fuel in and out. ATL was real good to us. We got to merge. We got a lot of great sit-downs coming. That's going to be really beneficial to the industry and for a lot of individuals in the industry and looking to get into the game. Make sure you check out our sit-down with Wayno. I'll sit-down with Shaheem Reed, and I'll sit-down with Greg Street. And we got a few A-Bar clips that you're going to enjoy. That SO made sure it went down. Woo. SO. What's Papa? Uh, which subject do you want to tackle first? I got um going viral on TikTok, which can be manipulated, or the one we want to talk about, Tory Lane's lawyer. Under under or over, is he gonna do five to ten years after getting the lawyer that we spoke about? Is McKenna? Yes, because you you if he gets only ten years, he's 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 lucky. That's that's fortunate. I think he's gonna get under, under ten years with that lawyer, based on which we spoke about with the lawyer, how he runs California, how he's connected with the judicial system, how he he helped get Snoop Dogg off, what he's done for Suge Knight over the years. I think the play is to first they're gonna do the um try to get a new retrial, which they might not go down, huh? Why would they try to appeal with that tape? I mean, that, that, why that, not? That tape, that, that tape is crazy. Let me tell you something. When I used to work for the city driving, even if you did the crime, you ran through the red light, double park, you always pled not guilty. Always. He pled not guilty already when found guilty. No, but that's what I'm saying. You still retrial. That's, that's just the system of going through it. It ain't no point to retrial with the tape. No, it doesn't matter. You still do it to put it through motion, to build up. Let's just say the retrial doesn't happen, right? Now public opinion starts going, oh, man, we feel bad for Tory. This shouldn't really have gone down. It's easy to sway public opinion. We just spoke off camera. They're not even talking about Tory Lanez no more. It's coming up February 28th. They're not talking about once Tory that, no yeah, Once that retrial happens, it's going to be in the news cycle. What you mean the retrial or the sentencing? No, they're, tr- they're going for a retrial first. So whatever whatever the decision is for that, yes or no, let's say that it's no. You're going to have a sector of people that say, oh, man, I'm starting to feel f- sad for him. Now you start scaling it down. All right, he doesn't get the retrial. I, eh, You know what? He's been through a lot already. We yeah. don't care if he gets the 20 Your years. assumption game is mean. It's not an assumption. Because how are you already, I'm telling you what lawyers, this is standard lawyer practice. But you're, but you're, adding, you're adding assumption to what you feel. Is, you, you're not a lawyer. You don't know what standard lawyer I'm, practice is. I've been around lawyers doing that. They've already documented that they're going for a retrial. Okay, but then you're adding the mad assumption still. You're talking about people are going to feel bad for yes, Tory. Because we in, Amer- in America, people want to feel bad for the underdog. Kevin Samuels died. Died in the in the in the female population, you know which why? is way bigger. Let me finish. Okay. Which is way bigger than the man. They didn't care and still don't, bro. No, you're, that's two factors that don't mix. Kevin Samuels was going at the women in their minds over and over again. So at the peak of his powers. When he's out of there, they didn't feel sorry for him. There was no adversity that he faced. Had he went through some tragedy and then said, oh, I've, my, I've changed my ways, then they would have softened. But to be at the peak and say, women, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, 
boom, you ver- they just posted a video of the Andrew Tate guy coming out of jail. Now I started seeing public opinion. Damn, yo, we're starting to feel a little bit bad for them. Look at his beard growing out. He only been in jail a month. And they already swaying a little bit of public opinion. Do you hear women saying that about Andrew Tate, or do you hear men? Men and women, his women fans. He has women fans. Very little. I mean, based on that's your assuming, and this is that's what an I'm assumption. I'm, I'm, I'm going based. On, I'm, I have to do what you do to compete. I can't just come with facts. Oh, and no, all no, you no. Do you, is your assume. facts, and I'm the assumer. No, all you do, <laughs> all you do, is sit here and assume, assume, and my assume. assumptions hit on though. No, Based uh, upon how you feel. No, it's not about I how I feel. I don't, I don't feel that way. That's how that you're speaking about yourself. I'm going based <laughs> on the history of America. You're speaking about yourself. All right, though. let me ask you something. When OJ was going <laughs> through what he went through, what was the public opinion? What was the public opinion about what? Black people wanted OJ to get off, although we knew he was guilty. Mm-hmm. White people wanted OJ to go to jail because they knew he was guilty. And then what has happened over the years? Well, ain't nobody feeling bad for OJ, nigga. Th- why? What you mean, why? No, why? No, you said people, no, no, you you no. tell me why they are going to feel bad because this is your theory, No, not no, mine. No, nobody feels bad because over time they've seen things play out, how he's behaved in the public. Now people are like, uh, he might have been. I'm going to ask you a real question. What? Have you followed OJ through the course of after the trial and everything because you because what you're saying is not true. O- OJ got his stuff taken from him. He went to go get it back and yeah. did nine years in jail. Okay, this is what I'm saying, but over time, no matter what, people don't be like, oh, I don't think he did it. They're like, yeah, we kind of feel like he did it. But when that moment happened, people were like, nah, he ain't do it. He ain't do it. Who said, oh, who, who said OJ didn't do it? That's why that's why I'm asking you a real question. Are you assuming or did you follow? Because everybody Bruh. knew. Every black person, even when Johnny Cochran put the glove, if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. Everybody thought OJ did it. Mm. We was just happy that a black man beat the system and got off. Nah. Everybody nah. thought everybody, not everybody thought, he did thought they it. not everybody thought. There's a large contingent. Heineken, let me, let me no, I'm, I'm gonna tell I'm, my age. I'm gonna tell my age. You way younger than me. All right. Hold on. You way younger than me, and I was young when the OJ shit was out. I'm going to tell you. There's no way you're going to keep track of what happened at that time. You, you I'm going to tell you nothing. I'm going to tell you why. My <laughs> my father, who's a CNN fanatic, made sure that was on. At 11 no, years yeah, old. Yeah, I wasn't 11 at that time. I was in high school, dog. That's why when the verdict happened, I told you word for word what happened. Dudes was running down the hallway. The juice is loose. All our teachers, the racist one, failed us because they were mad about this nonsense. They even stopped the NBA Finals games, which was the Knicks versus the Rockets, to watch the chase down on the Bronco. I watched all of that in real time. I saw people like, yo, the juice ain't doing it. The juice ain't doing it. The juice ain't doing it. I remember all of that vividly. My pops who would not- the fuck said the juice ain't do it. You okay. keep saying this, bro. I was there too. Everybody knew OJ did this shit. What are you talking about? OJ and Let me AC, this. everybody knew OJ did this shit. So when the whole Tory thing was going down, did the whole population felt like Tory did it? Or was there a good sector of people that felt like I don't know? It wasn't a good sector. I feel like I feel like it was the women. This is what I'm gonna be on. The women said Tory did okay. it. The men said Tory didn't do it. Okay. That's what happened, bro. That's straight up. Even 50 came on and said, yo, listen. We saw Megan tell a lie. We didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. When Megan went on that woman Gail show and told that lie, 
that's when all the men was like, yo, we know you was fucking with Tori. Mm-hmm. So once you lied about that, we all looked at her like a liar. Of course. And that's and that's where and that's where the separation came from. Once everybody heard the tape, even myself, I said, Oh fuck. I took Tori's side of it because even with even with, with my wife, she said, Well, you owe you owe Megan an apology. I said, For what? I said, I I said, I was not on Megan's side because I saw her go on the show and lie about dealing with Tory Lanes. That's where I made my decision mm-hmm. from. Am I sorry that the tape came out? And was I wrong? I was wrong. Definitely. Uh, let, let's say this, right? With this tape and this verdict, now people felt like, or it's documented that he committed the crime or he's guilty they of the crime. feel like it he never said i did it he just said i wouldn't have did that bro he didn't exactly say but I look shot, how the but feelings a- shifted that fast you you said the men felt this way and the women felt that way mm-hmm. which rightfully so as black men we've been accused of things that's ridiculous we weren't even in the building we never touched a person and we, we've had our names dragged through the mud for various things so we can sympathize I can understand why the women sympathizing. The verdict comes through, guilty on all charges. Boom, the tape comes out. Public opinion shifted that fast. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying with this. I've seen this play out two minutes away. I've seen this play out where opinion can feel, people can feel guilty again. They're like, you know what? He's been through a lot. He's an artist. The bullet really didn't hit her. I've seen this dumb shit. Do I think it's believable? No, but we're in America People like to feel sorry when you're getting ragdoll after a while. You know what's hard for people to feel sorry about is mm. when they backed you up and they really thought that you was innocent and it comes out that you did some bird brain shit like talk on a jail phone. Mm-hmm. That's where everything changes mm-hmm. because now you're not just making yourself look dumb. You're making all of us that followed you and believed in what you said you making us look dumb, too. We don't even have nothing to do. Me, nor you, nor 50 Cent, or all these other people that had an opinion about this shit. <laughs> we all, now, we're fucking apologizing to this girl. So Why are we so, apologizing? Because of the tape? You damn right. What was in the tape that you felt like we needed to apologize to Once Megan? Once Tory Lane said, said to the girl, the best friend, I would have never did that, bruh. But, but what is that? Now, the running theory, he never admitted to a crime. The other argument to this, and this is just, we're putting it out there. I'm not saying- This is what he, David Kenner's going to come with. Uh, and, yeah. And mm-hmm. they're like, what they said, he said, I should have never exposed that I was smashing both of y'all. That was another part of the story. That's what led to the fight. That, that ain't the conversation. I don't, I'm not I, even I'm talking d- about that. That I, has nothing to do, that has nothing to do. That's he say, she say. But what you the just phone, said from the tape is he just, she said. He said it. Said what? What did I just say? He, he said I would have never done, done it. What? But done what though? What you think he would have done? No, no, no. He never said. As a lawyer, they're gonna say what they. What was he talking about? The conversation was was a little lengthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and by the tone of the conversation, if you have any type of brains at all. You know he's not talking about a female. I should have never. Now, I, I should never. Guess that. what he's doing right now. What? That's an assumption. I, 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 we already started the show. I said, if you're going to sit here and fucking assume, why am I going to come with facts? So why are you pointing? No, if you're I'm just keep, saying, yo, yo, but if that's not gonna, a bad yo, assumption. Yo, you can only, you would say that because you're, you're an assumer. You no. can't, as a person on this shit, you can't combat facts with an assumer. 
You can't okay. do that. But now because, as a because lawyer, every fact that I give you, you're going to make a wild assumption. So in order for you to come back down yeah. to size, I'm going to give you a bunch of outrageous uh, assumptions, assumptions too. too. That don't but, make no but, sense. But a lawyer's going to eat that up. You're, that's a feeling. That's not admitting to any guilt. We don't know specifically what he's admitting to. We don't know what happened that night. He might have been referencing something else. These, these are all the facts you who's done law work, who's worked with multiple lawyers, you know they'll chew that apart. And you're the first person to say- They're not going to chew uh, that. No, hold on, hold on. You're the first one to say contracts can be destroyed by any lawyer. So you think just saying on the phone, I wouldn't have done that, and it's not. He said more than that. I can't recall the whole conversation. That's Understood. Not, that's that's fair. not all he said. He was in. It was an in-depth conversation with this girl, my nigga. But, I, but he never that's said. That's what I said. But in that phone call, he never said, damn, I should have never pulled that trigger. In lawyer jargon, you got to really say I did that shit. Especially now with this lawyer that you know very well. Because when I mentioned this story to you, you're like, whoa. And you broke down all the plays. This is why we're talking. We're not talking about Tory Lanez, what's going to happen. We're talking about the influence of this lawyer. What do you think the rollout's going to be? You've I mean, I think, to be honest, the rollout is piss poor because this is what I mm. always say about black people. Whether you're in Canada or you're in, in the U.S., you don't invest in, in yourself. If you got money to pay David Kenner for a fucking appeal, you have money to get David Kenner from Jump. Jump. This is what I'm talking about. Black people always see shit when it's too fucking late and it's annoying. That's all I keep saying. Mm -hmm. It's always too late. You think you're going to save your money? What's important? Your life? Or your money? Or your money. Because if you're going to go get David Kennedy to now come save your life, you, you should have the money. You should have got David Kennedy to come save your life from Jump Street. We know he's expensive. We know he's tied in. So if, 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 if you're really trying to beat it and you're trying to do what you got to do, you have to pay that money and get your shit done. Why are black people always trying to cut corners? And this is an assumption from Tory Lanez. No. I mean, for Tory Lanez. I'm going to tell you why. No, keep going, though. You, you're making a great point. This is point. An, an assumption for, for Tory Lanez. But... From, from the from the from the way what they call it from the the eyesight test or something like yes. that. From looking at it, from what I'm seeing, mm -hmm. if I if I'm doing this within an appeal, right, mm. I'm getting the best I can for my life with my yes. money. Yes, that's just how I personally live. Mm -hmm. I do everything, yo, whatever it costs. I don't care. If I have to save up, if I have to wait and get the right thing or the best thing, that's what I'm going to do because the best thing always works out. The cheap shit don't work out. If you look at cheap furniture, it doesn't work out. You look at cheap cars, cheap clothes, it doesn't work out. Cheap sneakers, none of these cheap things work out. You have to keep buying them and buying them and buying them. And then when you're tired of buying them, you know what you do? You go buy the good shit. When you should have bought the good shit in the first place. I think we come from a time, you know, you just said on another podcast, we're only like 150 years removed from slavery. So if you take that and condense it, black wealth is really a 40, 50 year old thing right now. Before we've, we've come from go to school. We come from not having enough. We come from always thinking, damn, son, this is probably going to be. You're giving I us a lot of years. 50 years, you think? Black wealth? What do you, you think, think? In the 70s, you think black people were wealthy in the 70s? I'm just curious. No, and, no, no. And, and, I'm, I'm thinking. No, I'm are, not arguing there, with there you. There are a couple of niggas. I mean, anytime you are going to have black people that got money. You got the Don what? Kings from the 70s that, that was paid. 
right? You you got Don King, but is it was it a lot? I feel like a lot of massive people didn't come into play Ghost until I feel I feel like I feel like the massive people didn't come into play until music business burst it. What you think? Massive, like a lot of black people getting paid. Let's say twenty five years. Feel like, I, I feel what like, you think? Because you've been you've been I around. Say, I, I think about twenty five years. I feel like that the music business bought in black wealth. Yes, nigga. Because yes. then they took it and went other places. places. But the music business was the first place where black niggas was owning their label. They were signing the artists. Mm-hmm. They was in control. They was running budgets. They knew what was going on. And from that experience with dealing with business, those black people like Puffy's went on yes. to open liquor companies. Jay-Z opened up champagne companies. Even like Clue was in cahoots because when you... Movies too. Movies too. Yes. Because, because when you do, when you're famous, when you're doing stuff, you you meet a lot of different people. And you, right? your so, ideas so open up. Once range you become a rapper from the Bronx, like a Melly Mel, right? Say, we're we, we going to go back in the day. You fucking Melly Mel. You're from the Bronx. You just rapping. Once Melly Mel got a hit record on the radio, massive people like him. Yeah, and, and once they get to know him, so you got you you got drug dealers like Supreme and them who would put them niggas on stage. Then you got famous white people that do movies like Quentin Tarantino that grew up on them that loves them. Oh, I'll, I'll take you, put you in movies. Now you got relationships with people, and now you know about different monies and but different ways about to this. make money. So if we're talking about twenty five years, let's just take a dude that's fifty. So for half his life, all he's known is. I don't know when my next dollar is going to come. I got to make this dollar stretch. We're talking about an explosion of wealth in just one generation. So that's where part of that cheapness comes from. We make that dollar stretch. What do we what, what, what do people used to glorify in the South? No, no. Oh, they gave us the worst part of the, the pig and we made chitlins. Like that was some prideful shit. And I remember one of my teachers said that. I'm like, I ain't never eaten no chitlins. Cheapness. Cheapness and financial literacy. Yeah. Cheapness and financial literacy are two different things. Fi- financial literacy is about people learning how to make their money, make money for themselves. Being cheap. This nigga's wild, bro. Being cheap is when you don't spend the money that you need to spend your money on. Everybody wants to defend the cheap black person for some reason. And he'll sit up here and say, I'm mad he got up because he always wants to say people's cheap. People pay for what they want to pay for. Why people don't understand that? He's cheap, but when it comes to food and pizza and what he wants to buy, he's going to buy that shit. He don't care about that. It all depends on what people want to spend their money on and how seriously they take money.